I'm bringing you gifts of joy. Da 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 da. Gifts of joy. Da 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 da. Gifts of joy. Gifts of joy. Hello, 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 and welcome back to Gifts of Joy Talk Show. I am your host, Joy Douglas. So excited to have you back with me this week. This is the final episode for season four. I cannot believe it. It's been a blast. Definitely eye-opener and great guests. But guys, you're in for a treat today. I am telling you, we're going to have a good time. This person probably going to make you laugh and probably make you cry at the same time. But um, thank you so much for being with me this season. I really appreciate it. And I'm just really excited about what we're going to do today. Um, last week, we talked about um, the the surviving of family ties and family lives. And so um, we covered a few different things. Hope you guys enjoyed the show and um, just very excited to hear what you have to say. Hopefully, hopefully you've been DMing me and inboxing me and following me on Facebook and Instagram and hitting me up on my website. Um, but I'm very, very excited about this season and what you guys, what input you guys give me. Um, Today's show topic is the other side of joy. I know you guys be wondering sometimes because some of us is really nosy. So we be wanting to know what's going on with people because we got so much social media and people put all types of things on social media to make things look a certain way. I'm not that type of person. I can really care less about social media, but for business, and for promotion, I have to have these avenues. So that's why you will see me on social media. But for my personal life, that's private. And so today you're going to get a little taste of my private life because of the guests that I have coming on today. So I'm very, very excited. Um, I cannot wait to have this person on and we definitely gonna dig right in when they, um, for the next segment. So very, very excited. Hope you guys continue to join me and we'll be right back. You're watching the Gifts of Joy talk show. I am your host, Joy Douglas.
Hello, 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 and welcome back. You are watching the Gifts of Joy talk show. I am your host, Joy Douglas. Thank you so much for joining me. It's always a pleasure to come into your home, to your car, work, wherever you are, for me to be there with you. So very, very excited about today's show, but let me just kind of go back a little bit from the last episode, surviving family ties and family lives. So, hey, you guys, you guys know after watching um, this season, the things that I've been able to talk about. And one thing that I wanted to be able to recap on was the importance of being able to expose those family lies so that it will, will not continue to be generational curses. That is very, very important to me. And I have found in my own life that the more I talk about things that have happened to me, whether it's rape, whether it's molestation or um, any type of abuse, it frees me, but it also frees those that I'm talking to because unfortunately, this is a common thing in our society, um, in families, and it's things that, it need, that need to be discussed, things that need to be talked about. So it will not continue to haunt you pretty much and keep you in bondage, but also that you will be able to share those things with your children or with your loved ones so that they will be free because most of the time hurt people end up hurting other people. And so the cycle continues if it's not dealt with. So that's something that I have tried to encourage you guys to make sure that you're talking about things, that you get the help. I told you guys, hey, I always see a psychiatrist and a psychologist. It is very important that you seek the help that you need to be freed from that bondage of the personal things that have happened to you. Um, the guests that I had on, you gotta definitely go back and watch if you missed that episode but she talked about the things that happened to her and um, not being in the home with her mother and father, but even being in the home with her grandmother. And so the importance of being able to communicate with your children, parents, it is vital. We are always so busy and we work and we're trying to take care of the bills and trying to make sure that we take care of the necessities of our family and our household, but we forget that our children are people too. And those children are not gonna stay little people. They're gonna grow up and they become adults with issues and circumstances and situations that they find difficult to deal with because of lack of communication and knowing how to be able to verbalize what has happened to them, what they have experience in their childhood maybe so that's my take on it definitely get the help that you need it but parents definitely learn to communicate with your children it is so vital in society now because so many things are happening and so many things that are going on with our children that we don't even know because of social media and you have the bullying. Now we had bullying back in the day, but it wasn't called bullying. You had the big person on campus that um, nobody really dealt with or he had his little posse or she had her posse, but things are more extreme now. These kids are committing suicide because of the insecurities and the lack of self-confidence within themselves and so it's bigger than what we put out to be so it needs to be discussed definitely um, just a little self-reflection of myself of how I even identify with these guests that I've had um, oh my gosh there are family lies within every family and so many things come out 
if we are willing to discuss those things. I'll tell you from my own personal experience, it seems like I learn something new every single year about one side of my family or the other, um, whether it's my mother's side or my father's side. And now it doesn't even shock me. It might hit me a little different when I first hear about it, but because it's so much stuff that goes on in families from way back in the day, my sisters and I always say now that the apple does not fall far from the tree. We constantly talk about the things that we deal with and in our mindset or um, just personal things that we struggle with. And when we go back to see and think about what we've learned about our grandparents or our great grandparents in their history, because back in the day, you didn't talk about things. So that's why I talk about the generational curses. So as we discuss those things, we realize a lot of those curses have fallen on us and we have chosen to say enough is enough. And we don't want those things to be passed down to our children from with generations to generations to come. So it's very important to me. I don't just tell you these things because I'm just speaking them, but I'm speaking them from experience. It is vital that you talk about things within your family. Um, guys, please definitely hit me up on social media, on my Instagram. Um, I am the Joy Douglas with two S. Hit me up on Facebook, Joy Douglas, and even hit me up on my website, www.joydouglas.com. With your input, with your, your circumstances or your situations, if you want to talk about some things, I am definitely open to be able to discuss those things with you and possibly point you in the right direction to get the help that you need. Um, that's how you can contact me. So I look forward to hearing from you, definitely, so we can see what we can do to get you out of that bondage. Why I chose today's topic, guys. So we talked about different relationships and what relationships look like this season. We talked about um, family lives, family ties. We talked about surviving those things. Well, hey, you're definitely in for a treat because today's topic is the other side of joy. I know you guys be wondering. Some people don't even realize that I'm married and that I have children unless I really talk about it. So today you're going to get another side of me from someone very special to me. I am really looking forward to him being here and we're going to talk about some things that hopefully it'll be able to help you and enlighten you in your relationship or in your family. Um, and then I know he's going to make you laugh too. So I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to that. But my guest is none other than Mr. Michael Douglas, which is my better half. Um, and we're gonna get, we're gonna see what he has to say today on today's Gifts of Joy. So I'm definitely looking forward to having him on. And if you would just hang on tight with me, I'll be right back. You're watching the Gifts of Joy talk show. I am your host, Joy Douglas. I'm Nita T, and on the Totally Hill Show, I'm the co-host with my segment, Be In The Know. You can catch us on the e-linetv.com. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Gifts of Joy talk show. I am your host, Joy Douglas. Guys, y'all ready? Because <laughs> this is going to be interesting. <laughs> This is really going to be interesting. Guys, I have a very special person to me. 
Um, has been for 24 years now, married 18, and it is the one and only Mr. Michael Douglas. Thank you for being here, Mike. <laughs> Y'all gonna have to be, he gonna have to get loose because he's a little tight right now. <laughs> he's a little tight right now. But Mike, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? I am Michael Douglas. I am from Knoxville, Tennessee. UT Volunteers. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Got a hard Tennessee fan. Oh. I graduated in 1996 from Fulton High School, and that's all. That's all. That's all. Really? No, that's not all. That's not all. <laughs> no, that's not all. No, I got a, uh, I have an uh, older brother and a younger sister, Chris and Michelle, and mother, father passed away a little while ago. But pretty much, that's where I reside at. Okay, so. We're going to talk about how we met. All right. Here we go. Give the short version. <laughs> Don't give the long version. Uh, short version of how we met. We met through my brother's girlfriend. Yeah. Which, Joy, which was Joy's best friend at the time. And uh, introduced us to each other. And, of course, I fell in love. She did not. <laughs> I knew she was going to be my wife. Oh my gosh. She had other plans. <laughs> you ain't never lying. <laughs> Y'all, wait a minute. Hold on. First of all, we talked on the phone for a long time first before we ever saw each other. Yeah, because I was in, I was in Alabama. I mean, no, I came from Alabama, so I was waiting to get shipped off to go to the military. And I told her, don't hook me up with nobody. She was hard-headed. She was hard-headed, but she was like, I got somebody for you. I was like, oh, man, really? Because you know she wasn't right anyway. <laughs> so, okay, so, yeah, so yes. we so we talked on the phone. We talked on the phone for a little while, and then I didn't have no money, y'all. I was broke. What are you talking about? I know. I had a car payment and worked part-time. So, what I do? I ain't had no money to take her on the dinner. I said, let me cook for you. Yeah, and I was scared. I was like, I ain't coming to your house. <laughs> she was so scared to come to my house. Mm -hmm. I'm like, now she understands. Up ten years later, that he can throw down. I can throw down. Yeah, he can throw down. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, come on. My expression of love is through food. Yes, y'all. So hopefully, hey, just a little tidbit. Hopefully, you'll see him another time <laughs> dealing with some food. So okay, so we talked. We Oh, you know what? Okay, I don't know if you remember this, but you used to write me letters, yeah, yeah, yeah. but they were always <laughs> intertwined with some songs. With a song that I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boy, I was like, he is special for real. Nobody had ever done that before. Oh, she was special. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. I did write a whole lot of letters. Yeah. That was, that was, that was a way of communicating. Versus now, people use social media to communicate. Right, right. And it's really not authentic, you know. That's true. That's true. So, a pen and a pad goes a long way. Yeah. I don't know if you still have them letters, but. No, I don't have those letters no, no. anymore. But. But you still be singing. <laughs> you yeah. still be singing. I got to tell y'all a funny story, first of all. And Joy can laugh at this. What? She broke my heart, like, before we even started dating. When I was really trying to get to know this girl, she told me 
because she was sick, right? <laughs> oh my gosh. So I went over her sister's house. Mind you, I live probably about 15, 20 minutes from where she was, Joy was staying at the time. She said, well, I'm sick. I'm not going nowhere. I'm going to be in the house. So I was like, okay. So I called, I was like, well, maybe I can bring her some food by, cheer her up or whatever. She's sick. Come to find out, she at the Waffle House. No. Uh, I hop. I hop. I was at the I yeah, with my friends. So my crazy behind. Drove down at y'all. He stalked me. <laughs> I drove down to the IHOP on Kingston Pike, which anybody watching this knows what I'm talking about. From Tennessee. Yes. Uh, Tennessee, they know what I'm That's a long about. that was a long way from yes. what, Prince Hall to Kingston yes. Pike. Yes. Yeah. I drove all the way down there. Pulled up, got out the car. It was packed, y'all. It was packed. I don't know what was going on, but it was stupid packed. And I got up and I walked in there and walked to the table, sat down right beside her like, So you sick, huh? <laughs> Y'all, I should have known then he was crazy because he stopped me. <laughs> but um, 10 years later, she she turned around. She I turned around, turned. yeah. Okay, so so since you say that, I turned around. It took it took me a while to to be fond of you, I, and only because not because you weren't a sweet person, but I was used to like the thug. I was just to the thug life, you know what I'm saying? So that's that was why, and you were so preppy, y'all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I first, the first time I met him in person was at East Town Mall, in front of the little Chinese restaurant, I think it was, or oh, the cookie cookie shop. But he had on some white K Swiss with no socks, some khaki shorts, and a polo. I had never seen anybody dressed like clean. that. Yeah, he was, was clean. clean. He was clean. Now I realize he was clean, but I just, I, I never, I never seen anybody like that before. So that was new for me. How, how did, what were you going to say? But, but after we left them all, she actually got in the, in car, the car with you. Yeah. On the first time she, who does that? Well, that was <laughs> better than me running to your house for you to cook for me yeah. in the boondocks. And y'all lived out there. <laughs> I got it was really a nice First, first time, yeah. yeah. It wasn't no date. It was the first time meeting yeah. each other. It was pretty cool because uh, my godmother, uh, Margaret Gaines, she uh, made me a pound cake. Oh, yeah. I devoured that cake. And we got in the car. I said, you hungry? She said, a little bit. She's like, what's that in the back seat? I said, that's a pound cake. And, and uh, I ate it. We killed it with no knife. <laughs> yes, we sure did. <laughs> no knife. We were eating with our hands. Well, okay, you said in the beginning when you first met me, even on the phone, that you knew I was your wife. You knew you were going to marry me. Right. How did you know? Because I wasn't. <laughs> what? <laughs> I was not marrying nobody from my hometown. I already knew that. Even when I was in high school, mm -hmm. I knew I wasn't going to marry nobody in my hometown because too many people related to each other. Right. And y'all, you got people related to you twice, <laughs> yeah. two different ways. Yeah. Y'all, that's them family ties, family lies, I'm telling you. <laughs> yes, so, yeah. 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 So, yeah, I already knew that I was going to marry nobody from Knoxville because I don't know who I'm kin to. Wow. And who I'm not kin to. So. so, you know, a lot of people be saying, a lot of men say that they know their wives when, when they first meet them, that they going to marry them. Is it just a man thing? I don't know. It's a God thing. It is. It's a God thing. Yeah, because. 
you gotta feel in your spirit. You can't just be like, I know that woman and uh, I'm gonna marry her, not knowing what's to come in between that point of getting to that right. point. You know? Well, even though you knew, you didn't know what you was gonna get with me, y'all. We been through some stuff. We gonna... Break it down? Hey, we might as well. We gotta set somebody free. We might as well. Hey, guys, I told y'all this was going to be interesting. So just hang on tight. We'll be right back. You're watching the Gifts of Joy talk show. I'm your host, Joy Douglas. Hey, my beautiful butterflies. I know y'all been wondering, where's Chrissy Collins and Coffee with Chrissy? Well, guess what? We are back and we're stronger than ever on E-Line TV. That's right, E-LineTV.com. Y'all, I'm so excited because on this streaming network, we're going to be doing so much. And with Coffee with Chrissy and you, the sky's the limit. So make sure you go and subscribe to e-linetv.com. It's free right now, but the prices are going to go up. So we want you to come on and jump on board right now. I can't wait. Y'all meet me there and make sure you have your cup of coffee ready. You're welcome back. Welcome back. You're watching the Gifts of Joy talk show. I am your host, Joy Douglas, and we have the incomparable honey, the unique Mr. Michael Douglas here with me today, my husband, my other half. Thank you for being here, Michael. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. So we left off, okay, with the funny story about how we met. He knew I was his wife, but he did not know what was to come. I did not know what was to come. Y'all so... Are y'all ready, first of all? Let <laughs> we... me take over this part. <laughs> this is about to get deep. I need to go get your popcorn, get your drink, don't go nowhere. He been watching this... my show for real. Because that's what I'm <laughs> We got to get into it right now. Yeah, so we have definitely have, like all couples, have had some ups and downs with some things. And we've been together for 24 years, married 18 years. Did you realize that? Yes. Because you always remember the anniversary. Y'all, I'm so off. I always forget the anniversary date, but I know I know it'd be soon. <laughs> I know it'd be soon. I can't forget the anniversary date because crazy me, I planned it a week before my, my birthday. Yeah, yeah. News so. alert. <laughs> Not <laughs> your wedding around your birthday. I know. Anniversary trumps birthdays. <laughs> Okay, that's good. That's good. Some man need to hear that. Some, Some man, man need to hear that. that, definitely. So, where you want to start? Just, Just go. So, okay, we became, we became uh, single parents early. Yes, we did. Um, I was 18 when I got pregnant with our oldest daughter. You were 19. Um, and we just didn't know anything. We did not. We was fools in love. Yeah, in lust. In lust. <laughs> love came later. Yeah. Lust. Lust. We in lust. But it was beautiful to be able to bring three beautiful girls into the world. Before we got married. Before we got married. Yeah. Man, I'm a, I ain't gonna lie. It's, it's hard raising three girls as a single mother and then single father too. But I realized as a father that I didn't want another man raising my child. Mm -hmm. All the men out here just running around having kids. Mm -hmm. I mean, please think about the fact of another man raising your child, being around your child, calling two different men daddy. 
Mm. I mean, that's unheard of. Mm. That's really unheard of. So I didn't want nobody else, and I didn't want no my kids to know any other man but me. And thank God, even right. though I was single, I dated other people, but they never knew our children. That's another big thing. Yeah. They never she did knew. not have to do that. Yeah. yeah. But she did, and I really do appreciate it. Yeah. I, and the kids thought we were married the whole, yeah. the whole time, even though we never lived together. Right. They didn't know that. He lived in his... That's a whole nother show. He lived where he lived, and I always had my own place. But um, but I thought it was very important, um, even though I was raised in a two-parent home, and I had two older sisters that had children out of wedlock. I just thought it was important for me to protect my girls, um, and so I didn't want anybody else to know them that way. And I'm gonna say on my end, on my side. My mom and dad, like you said, the kids didn't even know it was married. I didn't know my mom and dad were divorced. Okay. So what you see me do where they didn't know that is because I I thought he, they were still married, but they were not. Mm -hmm. So he would literally get up early in the morning, mm -hmm. come get us dressed, take us to school. And then at the end of the day, he took us in the bed and he went home. Wow. So that was a lot. Yeah. But then I, when I finally realized it, Hey, even though we started off wrong, I'm not going to allow them to be able to have to suffer for the things, the mistakes that we made. Right, right. And it's a lot of, you know, a lot of single mothers, a lot of single fathers. And um, I would say just to encourage you, continue to definitely seek God on how to protect your children because that's very, very important. And and even though we ended up getting married, you know, not everybody marries their children's father or children's mother. And so just protect them because that goes back to the episodes that we've had this season where it is so important to watch out for people being around your children and exposing them, you know, because I have the girlfriend back in Tennessee that the situation with her, where her grandson was killed in, by the hands of her, her son's, her son's child, but the the son was incarcerated and the doc, the the baby mama was dating this guy and he killed her grandchild so that was you know and that happened even when before we got married so that took that took a special place in my heart and I was like it's so important to protect my children the best way that I could um so let's kind of fast forward just a little bit we had the three girls um and then you the fact that you didn't want anybody else to raise your kids. Now, I'm going to tell you guys, so this gets a little personal. I did not realize that that's why you wanted to marry me. So, because you didn't want anybody else raising your kids. Because we had been engaged a few times before we actually got married. So, um, so yeah, you, that was, I mean, that was very important. But my outlook on it was, I didn't want anybody else to raise my kids either. I want, I had that idea, and this is kind of when we get to a different, different level. As a young girl growing up, you play house and play having kids and having a husband, your knight in shining armor. And um, so you have that idea of how you want your life to look like. 
And so as a little girl, I didn't think about, of course, having kids and not having a husband first. That I didn't know what that looked like. So, um, so my desire was that my child, that I have a complete family. So did you realize that? That was like my big thing. That's why, that's why I was so adamant about us initially getting married um, and just being a family because all I knew was a two-parent home. So not to know what baggage you would have as a husband and what baggage I would have as a wife um, because you don't know. When you become parents, you don't know what to expect. When you become a husband and a wife, it is not, I'm like Tina Turner, honey, what love got to do with it? You got to be able to get, get along with each other. Hey, let me put a sign note there. Uh -huh. Now, I did not meet her daddy until the day, the day that we got married. The day before or the day no, we got married? The day of. Yeah. The day of, like. I didn't even get to give him, hey, can I take your, hand, your daughter's hand in marriage? Right. It was over the phone. I think I did it. And then. Oh, yeah. Because I'd never seen him then. So you got to realize we had three kids already. And I met her mom. Yeah, because mama, mama came down for all the kids, right, births, and right, everything. Right. Yeah, we need another show because that's, right. <laughs> that's a story, too. So, yeah. But, yeah, I didn't meet her dad until when we was about to walk down the aisle. Like maybe 10, 15 minutes before. Yeah, because I don't think you knew, but I hadn't talked to my dad in like five years. No, yeah, before that. So um, I just knew that you said, I ain't taking you home. <laughs> <laughs> Unless, we Unless we get married. Yeah, because it wasn't no shacking up. So, right. you know, I couldn't just yeah. take you to Alabama and be right. like, this is my kid's dad. Yeah. And he'd be looking at me like, I have no hotel. <laughs> <laughs> you so crazy. <laughs> They got the catalog center. <laughs> yeah, so, um, so yeah, that, and that just goes to show, because you didn't meet my dad, that said a lot about me. Right. A lot about me that you probably later realized uh, the estrangeness. And, I mean, I have a, a decent relationship with him now, but realizing so, those women that's out there, even to the men, if you, you better get to know the family of whoever you get ready to get married to or you decide to have kids with. Because it's so many different levels and layers to family. So we get into these relationships and we don't even know who we get into relationships with. You know, we just see a nice looking man or a nice looking woman and be like, hey, I want to get with her or I want to get with him, but not even knowing what's going to happen, you know. Be feel feel free to date. These young yeah. young kids don't even date no more. Yeah. And that's a beautiful thing. And we had our fair share of dates, I would say. <laughs> it was hard, even though we had our kids before we started really dating. Yeah. But but we had a lot of date nights. You know, and I didn't call them dates. I guess because we was having all them kids. Right. <laughs> you ate good. Yeah, I sure did. I was always gonna eat good with you. I knew that much. So yeah, I mean, it's it's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. But um I would say definitely going from single parents to being married, um, and us having to get to know each other.
because we didn't get to know each other until after we get married, got married. And we still getting to know each other. You know, it's different levels at different ages. Too. That's one thing that I didn't realize. Mm -hmm. people, nobody tells you about marriage and how people change in a marriage. Mm -hmm. You think the person that you marry on the day that you marry them is who that person is. Mm. And then you come to find out all the skeletons in the closet. Yes, definitely. And then, over time, the same person that you met at the beginning is not the same person you met when you married them. And then once you married them, in the honeymoon stage, y'all turn into different people then. And then, from there, three to five years later, you turn into different, different people person. then. So, yeah. I was stuck on the fact of thinking Joy was the same person she was when I first met her and she was transitioning to a different person that I never seen, which was kind of scary to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, who is this person right here? <laughs> I didn't marry this person right here. We yeah. five years in it. Like, yeah. whoa, what's going on? So like be open minded when the person that you're with starts changing. Mm -hmm. Because you change too. Mm. We change as people all the time, more frequently than we realize. Mm. So being open-minded to the changes that are going on in each other's lives really helps you out to grow and to understand each other. Yeah. Don't you agree? Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, it's vital to accept people right. for who they are. And because, and, and, you know, the change is going to come because we're changing um, with our age, we're changing in our bodies, emotions, everything. So we mature. We're not going backwards. We're going forward. But um, I think a lot of times in relationships, in marriages, because we get so stuck as person, we get so stuck with that person that we saw when we met them or when we said I do, um, that we don't realize this is a human being. Right. And they're going to have issues and skeletons and all that because, especially if you don't dig deep into their family, you're going to find out some stuff you definitely did not know was there. And it's, it's that love, I think, that love comes into play, into play when you realize, you know what, I love this person unconditionally. That's what, that's what the word says, that we should love each other unconditionally. So that's a... That's a huge thing. Guys, we're going to continue to share some things with you. Hopefully you are getting blessed by this. And I know this silly man can be serious too. But hopefully you can get some things out of what we're saying. But we're going to be right back. Please don't turn. Please don't change the channel. We'll be right back. You're watching the Gifts of Joy talk show. I'm your host, Joy Douglas.
hello, 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 and welcome back to the Gifts of Joy talk show. I am your host, Joy Douglas, and we have the wonderful, my other half, Mr. Michael Douglas. Thank you for being here. You got a famous name. Yes, I do. Yeah, <laughs> but this is the other Michael Douglas. Okay, so let's let's continue on our journey. We we had our three girls before we got married. We get married. We move into this beautiful house, our first house. Yes, we was blessed to be able to uh, purchase our first home. Probably what, when the first year we bought, we got married, second year. Second year, because we, I think we purchased it. It was three years because we got married two thousand three. We bought the house in 2000 and, 2005 because I had just found out I was pregnant with Junior. Yes. Yeah. So before we go there. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we ended up purchasing our home, our first home together. New construction. Mm -hmm. Learned a lot from that. Be yeah. careful when you buy your first house. Yes. Um, but um, yeah, bought our first home. And I told Joy, I had a good job. Um, I was a truck driver. I'm still a truck driver. And um, I told her, I said, after you got this house, I said, I want to move to Atlanta mm -hmm. in five years. Yeah. And I know it was kind of crazy just speaking stuff out of your mouth, but be careful what you speak. Life and death on the power of the tongue. Yes, it is. And just because I spoke, I wanted to move to Atlanta in five years, not knowing what all that would entail to get me here. Yeah. So, yeah. That journey was interesting. Was very so, interesting. So, to the point where, yeah. Um, we end up, um, our home. That's why I say first time home. And, um, you remember, uh, huh? <laughs> well, when we moved into it, after we moved into well, it? Well, after we moved into it. After okay. we moved into it, we finally started getting structural yeah, damage going on. Yeah. We could not contact the builder. Yeah. We would not reach out to us. So it came to a point where uh, we had to make a decision whether to stay in that house or let that house go. Right. And this was doing like all the crazy stuff with the economy right. with people getting scammed and so come so we ended up we ended up letting the house go right. we moved out moved into my sister's old house and we found out remember we got that check after we had left oh, yeah, yeah. from the mortgage from the government yeah, 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 and yeah. come to find out our mortgage had been sold like i don't know how many times but the company Something the government did something to the company and found that they had like four hundred thousand mortgages, and so it was ridiculous. So we got a little check, look to compensate us a little bit, but it wasn't still enough. But the crazy thing was, we were blessed to be able to walk out of it free. Yeah, zero debt. Some people buy homes and it goes into foreclosure, and they don't sell the house for what the house is worth, and you have to pay that money back. Right. We were blessed to be able to sell the house and. Not to pay any money back to nobody, so that and plus we got a check too at the end. So that yeah. was cool. Yeah. yeah. So okay, so we move forward. So okay, I, we gotta include little Junior because the day that we were moving into the house, y'all, I started feeling sick, and so I didn't find out until a couple of days later that I was pregnant with our son. And so I had to include my baby in there, y'all. We can't leave him out because we talked about them girls. So, um, okay, so move forward. We moved out of that home. Um, we moved into my sister's house. 
So this is kind of where our Atlanta journey started because you were working, you were working, I was working, but then I became disabled. Yes, Joy became disabled and a lot changed. A lot changed. Yeah. Yeah, A whole lot changed. Um, Going from two incomes to one, making decisions on having to put the kids in the daycare or or be home with me. Joy, so we decided to take them out of daycare and let them stay with Joy yeah. during the day, and she pick them up, which we saved a lot of money doing it. But it was still hard on me because I was sick. She was really sick. So when I talked to you guys about me being disabled, come to find out, it was definitely caused by stress because I was doing too much. I was working. I was caught myself having the little gifts of joy. I was, was I, had I gone back to school yet? Okay, so I was working, and then being a mother and a wife, it was just a lot going on and my body shut down. Yeah, losing our home. So a lot took a, uh, it took a toll on me emotionally and physically. It took a toll on me too because me having to work the physical manner, the job that I was doing Mm -hmm. day to day, and have to come home and take care of Joy, pretty much cook and clean because she wasn't able to do that, those things. The person you see today in front of you is not the person that I had to take care of. Take care of, yeah. much. literally so. take care of mm-hmm. every day. Like she needed to go somewhere, I had to take her because I was scared that the pains, the severe pains that she had, I didn't know if she would go into an episode while driving to have to uh, pull over to the side of the road or have the reaction style of pulling over to the road to be able to call me or not. Mm-hmm. So we've been through a lot with yeah. the fib- fibromyalgia things. Yeah, and the sciatic disc, and I got all kinds of disc issues and nerve issues. But so with, I, with that transition from going from one income I mean, two incomes to one income and you having to take care of me and take care of the kids and work and just take care of everything. Um, How did that transition when you, okay, so let's move forward because you end up losing your job. You end up losing your job. So y'all, I'm disabled at this time. Got that little disability check coming in. His income was the only income other than a disability check, and he loses his job. And that's, it's almost like everything start just, yeah, just spiraling out of control. So you lose your job, we ended up then, but you still made a decision <laughs> that we were gonna move to Georgia. Yeah, I, I mean, when God puts something in you, it's hard to ignore it. Even though situations come, it's just a part of the journey that you have to go through. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're giving up because a hardship, whether you lose your job or whatever it might be, you can't count that as a loss. You got to continue to move forward. Um, yeah, and that's what I decided to do, just continue to move forward. I mean, hey. You got to press towards the mark. Mm-hmm. And that's what I was doing. 
even though I was, even though these situations I was faced with losing my job, not really understanding what our next move was, but I knew the move that God had spoke to me five years ago. And now this time it's like, it's around 2009. Nine, yeah. It's around 2009. Yeah. So a year later, we ended up finally moving mm -hmm. to Georgia, which uh, that was a journey too. Yeah. But we were blessed to be able to do it. Yeah. And uh, it was a lot of things that happened in between that time that kind of hurt because uh, I didn't know my dad uh, was getting sick. And we ended up moving to Georgia in 2010. 2009. We moved oh, to October, October September 2009, we moved to Georgia. Yeah, Liberty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we ended up moving to um, Georgia Labor Day 2009, and from there, it still was a journey. Yeah. Because I was the only one still working, um, not understanding a lot about the city and trying to find work in a city that's so big, not understand coming from a small town to a, this big, huge town, understanding that it's about a thousand people applying for the same job, job. that I'm applying for. Mm -hmm. Where I'm used to in Tennessee, it's probably like maybe 20 people I have to compete with. Now I got to compete with a thousand people mm -hmm. for one position. That's crazy. Yeah. And people don't realize that when they, they don't do the research. And I know I didn't do all the necessary researches that I needed to do to make that transition. But if I could do it all over, I would have. There's a lot of things that I tell young people now to think about before you move anywhere, not just Atlanta, but anywhere. It's definitely a transition for our family as a whole. And y'all, we got so much more to talk about. We're going to have to do a part two because it's more to Michael Douglas and Joy Douglas that we want to be able to share with you to be able to give you some insight and enlighten you and hopefully help you in any way that we possibly can um, about our journey and how we got to where we are now. So I hope that you have been touched by something that has been said or inspired or encouraged in any way on this episode of Gifts of Joy talk show. Um, it's the other side of joy. So it's so much more to me than being in front of the camera or being in the salon or being on the billboards or being on the commercials. It's a journey on how I got here to where I am and I couldn't have done it by myself. I had to have my partner with me. So I really appreciate him, but you guys definitely stay tuned because it's gonna be a part two. Y'all should already know from season three, if it get too good, we're gonna have to do a part two. So stay tuned. You have been watching the Gifts of Joy talk show. I am your host, Joy Douglas. It's been our pleasure. I'm bringing you gifts of joy. Da 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 da. Gifts of joy. Da 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 da. Gifts of joy. Gifts of joy. <laughs>